There we go. It's not. So we're still controlling that one. Let me know if you guys want cuts. It's like controlling the mic, uh, even though I have this one selected. Hmm. Whatever. Don't matter. We can't allow. There we go. So yeah, everything's going. Everything seems to be running fine. I do love me some faith and more. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. So, be Dunn's podcast, be Stool podcast, you're a dummy. <laughs> One more take. Start again. The Stool podcast, welcome. Welcome, people, welcome. What's your yeah. name, Nick? You're going to tell them who you are? Shit. <laughs> no, you're doing it. Fucking around an intro? Mira, right here in the corner. Mira, Mira. What is it? You suck. Mira. What is it? <laughs> Look at it. Look at I feel like we're quiet. You need to go to uh, turn. Can you just turn our our mics? I mean, our headphones up? Or uh, I believe so. Be careful like here. You're good, Nick. Which one's which over here? It's on the blue no, one. No, no, it's, it's the little black box on the top. The top, cause the little behind. <laughs> it's on the top of the of the actual rack unit. This top. Uh, behind. Yeah, but it's on the but it's on towards the back side. Oh, I see it. Do you remember that thing? Yes. All right. So which one's which? Uh, the two, turn the two. I don't know how which one's the plug in the which way. Okay, These so that's mine. That's yours. Up, one. down. Up. Right there. Better. Right there. Yeah. You. Top. Uh. Up. Yeah. Up. Yeah, that's, that's good. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, there I am. Cool. I like All it. All right. That's a little better. Yeah, Much better. Was, uh, I was too pulled away from what was happening. Beautiful. I feel like we're good. These two podcasts. I am Nick, aka Mixer Bonus. Oh, this is uh We care a lot, but um, what the first singer? What's his name? This isn't Mike Patton. Yeah, no, I, that's the only one I know is Mike Patton. This is what the the first singer. The first singer was good too. Yeah, no, this this song's so fun. Just that, I mean, it's a great song. Yeah, all you need is that little bass line, you know. So, how you guys doing? How you guys been? Chilling. Um, I believe it's like mix. Yes. So we're going to what is it? This one. Hey, how's it going? That's all three of us. I'm Anthony. That's who? Johnny. What's Johnny up, in the house. We chilling. We okay. chilling. Cool. So how's everybody doing? Uh, what do, do you guys want to jump right into topics or what do you want to do? Um, you know what? Mike is too high. Tell me, tell me. already too high, dude. Tell me about Charles Green. I'll tell you about my Yeah, go for it. I want to hear it. So... Oh, so for those who don't know, uh, I'm not doing this yet. <laughs> so I have a job. I drive trucks, dude. I um, it's not sexy, dude. I saw a I saw a rig. So, mm-hmm. so I saw a rig go off the edge of the fucking house. Oh wait, 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 wait! No, no, no! You you talked over a shit, and that was actually super interesting. What was that? So I was driving back from Fresno, mm-hmm. 
was it on Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Going over the grapevine, it was like raining like crazy. I saw a semi truck slide off the side of the edge of the mountain range. Jesus Christ. Like, he was like, he was probably like a quarter mile ahead of me. I just saw him go roll over the edge. Jesus. Did he die? I don't know. Oh, I thought you looked it up or something. No, like it was raining. It was raining hard as shit. Ugh. I just, I just, uh, <laughs> I just pulled over and called nine one one. A bunch of people saw it too. Jesus, that's actually terrifying. So like, I saw as soon as I saw the cops show up, I was just like, "All right, I'm out." Peace sign. I ain't trying to fucking sit here. And... I'm just like, nothing I can do. Yeah, there's nothing. You ain't no doctor or no cop. No, you ain't no emergency. Ex, uh, Plus, the nine one one operator said you can just continue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just. Uh, you can you can you can like decline to give any statements and stuff like that. Cause I I did that at FedEx. I seen a really bad car accident, and I called the cops because it like, seemed like everybody was just going. I was yeah. like, all right, well, I'll call the cops real quick. But I kept going. But I told them I saw everything, and they're like, oh yeah, you can just you don't have to stay there. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't. I have work to do. <laughs> I have deliveries to make. Cause there ain't no way I'm stopping. But yeah, we'll just take a little small statement over the phone. Yeah, they, uh, that's they, wild, they, they man. I like to, I like to, uh, I like to think that everyone knows what they're doing. But dude, I'm like, I'm like nine one one all the time, dude, because it's like drunk drivers mm-hmm. all the time. I see the craziest drunk drivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you told me some stories about drunk drivers? And just people driving like idiots on the road. That's what I get surprised at, man. Is um, when there's all kinds of weird weather going on and like right now there's all kinds of crazy weather and you still see people like driving like fucking maniacs like total like idiots like speeding when it's like because i've i don't know if you've ever hydroplaned before in a car but i've done that before and i learned my lesson from it it was it was pretty wild dude you go above like Mm -hmm. 85 when the road's too wet just the right amount of like loss of traction will screw you yeah fucking the other day that it was when it was raining like crazy, I was on my way uh, to my girls and it was raining so hard I couldn't see on my my windshield. Like even with my wipers full going, still couldn't see. I had to drive forty. There was no way. I was like, I cannot drive fast. And I don't. I don't see personally. I really don't see the difficulty of doing. You know, actually just. Doing the the groundwork to figure out how long it's going to take you to get somewhere, adding twenty minutes, and then taking your time to get somewhere. Like when I I, I my my commute to work, if I wanted to make it like really tight, it could be like twenty five thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. But I give myself a full like fifty minutes well, just to take my is, time. This is what I think it is. I, yeah. I I think I think people value their as much time as they possibly can to bullshit before they have to go go somewhere. So 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 they like oh I'll leave exactly at this time. They have talk, it all planned out in their head. About me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm people. He'll 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 text me like I'm on my way home. So he'll, he'll like he'll probably like death scroll on IG for like. 10 minutes <laughs> that. Okay, so today it was not a dead scroll. Today I was talking to my nephew. I don't get to see them not a lot. Today. So we were talking about. He showed me he modded his DS. He was all excited. I was like, right, I can't just. Be like, hey, bro, shut up. Add them. I want to, you know, I like to be involved in my nephew's lives. That's why we do. So today was a good one, a good reason. All the other yeah. times, not a good reason. See, see, <laughs> that's why I mean you're. That's where me and you differ. I would have been like, peace out, peace signs. <laughs> I, I see you all the time. Give me time yeah. to leave. <laughs> right. I don't see them all the time, though. That's a good reason. 
Well, at least this past like week or two, because I've been working nights. I come home and everybody's asleep. <laughs> he sounded, yeah, he sounded like the abused housewife. You never, you're never home anymore. <laughs> the thing is, Mike, Mike is actually jealous. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like uh, there's a, there's a, a little bit of a, a lull, a little tension. You guys want to hammer anything out between you two, going back and forth here? Little feuding couple. I just gotta rub his, you know, rub his arm a little bit, and he's good, dude. <laughs> See that? See, he likes it. Bumps. He likes it. See that? <laughs> See, much better. Yeah, that's the vibe. Uh, I, I don't like to see you guys not get along. You guys are too cute to not let, get along, you know? <laughs> so, all right. Let's, uh, I guess, yeah, that's some bullshit. Oh, we, we did our bullshit. This is embarrassing. <laughs> okay, no, honestly, let's hop into the first one because I'm super fascinated by uh, what Mick has to say here with the, is okay, AI. So, yeah. so uh, if, you're, if you're a producer, if you're uh, an artist, an engineer of any sort, even the engineers that are what we what we do as musicians, everything's changing from from the way we market our music, yeah, from to the way that we have to have a marketing campaign based off of appearance to for to to survive on on social media spaces. Uh, I feel, yeah. I mean, but my, my 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 thoughts behind everything, including. You know, not to mention the AI coming in. The AI is just going to change the game. Yeah. For for people people's amazement for music as as a whole. Well, this speaks a lot to the whole thing that we were talking about. Like I was saying, that there's like a formula to stuff, and AI is good at that formula. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but AI is good at that formula, and good at like basically having this. Um, this means of of just tracking down influence faster than humans can, but it needs influence still. It still needs human influence. Right. So, like, it's if you listen to like AI songs or if you you know see AI art, they don't still get fingers right and shit like that. Uh, yeah. And you know, so it's like um, it's going to get better, obviously, over time. But um, I feel like if you're not able to adapt and be either better than that or use it to be better or you know what I mean it's like it's just it's just the same thing as this kind of being upset about you know horse and buggies versus cars you know right am, mm -hmm. am I crazy well I mean that's not how I was looking at it though. I'm looking at it from the sense of the morale from, from, from all the people that are musicians today that have worked it's like it's like it's I mean even like people that go to school for engineering for instance, mm -hmm. audio engineering. Yeah. They have master programs now. Mastering yeah. programs and shit. Mastering programs where you don't even need an engineer. Yeah. You don't even need yeah. a, a mastering engineer. And, and they're very competitive masters. They're super good. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And and but the thing about it is it's like those types of those types of uh, uh, industry and I hate using the word industry, but it, I mean it is part of it is part of it, but all, all the things that are required to put Make music or sound like a record, sound like something that you want it to be. That the, the love that comes from an engineer, a producer, uh, is now is now falling by the wayside. I feel like with the, I mean, yes, there has to be human input, 
with AI, but I, I feel like there's always going to be this, like, for, from the common listener, that person that's not involved in the music industry, the people that we want to tell our story to, they're not going to, they're not going to have the same prestige for the, for the artisanship behind the music because of the existence of AI. Right, right. Because it just makes everything feel so, um, like it can be mass produced. Like, oh, I can make that too. Right, right. I'm not a musician. I can, I can type it in on a prompt. I can make that. I can make something probably, probably better than you. Right, right. And then all this is stemmed from the question: Is is music doomed, or is music taking an approach where AI is going to be more involved and and take jobs? It already is. Is that why we're talking about this? Yeah, yeah. I would say it already is. You, you have people making AI. Songs, AI Taylor Swift songs, right, right. That's just like fun. That. That's just good fun, though. and it is, and and that's the way I do look at it. You know, a little bit is just that it's like uh, this um, this context of of most people who are doing it. They're not. There's this hyper seriousness, right, to being a musician or being an artist mm-hmm. that I just don't. I've never been on that level with it. Like to me, like we've, we've explained, like, I, I, like, you know, we've talked about how, like, I'm not necessarily driven by making money off of my art or money off my music. I just like to do it. And it's like an expression for me. And I think that's the point of art. Right. And I think nowadays people who like are able to like make a lifestyle off of, you know, just selling art or taking doing like photographers right now. I think that's such an over conflated, industry like people make too much money from doing that i think it's weird it sets off the like that's one one of the reasons that there's an imbalance in our economy is because there's less service industry jobs being actually fulfilled versus artisan jobs and artisan jobs do nothing but add commerce and and nothing else and like to me it's like it's there's this whole there's this whole concept of you know, you want to be expressive or whatever, but I also think that there's this element of you have to contribute to society too. And I think a lot of people confuse the idea of like, oh yeah, I could get famous on YouTube or doing this with like still contributing to society. That's why there's such a fall off on quality control of like, you know, things that you have delivered to you or, you know, stuff like that. This is totally out of realm, but like, that's what I'm saying is that like, that's the new technology that's like its adaptation. I don't know. When do you guys take it from there? Like, that's do we adapt with it or not? I kind of say adapt with it. Um, yeah, my, I agree with the my my thing though is um, music is not just an artist for me. It's not just the artist or the producer. It's also the people that make media for television. Some of the most captivating documentaries. Absolutely, I love music people, from yeah. people that are doing a lot of placement work. You know, behind the scenes that are working with music supervisors, you know, I mean, to get their to get their stuff out there, and you know, they're not they're not trying to go for the glory, but they're 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 creating things that are that are art that can be used in something really inspired visually, also. So I, I feel like the AI, it, it, it's like that's going to put a huge dent in, in placements too. People that do make money off of that, people that. I think, I yeah, I think it will affect the industry for sure. But that's another product of adaptation. Like I, like, like I said, I mean, this is not a popular opinion for me to share, but I do firmly believe that artisan jobs do need to be taken back by the economy. They need, like, there's people who like, ha- they live in LA and they have like make, 
tons of money off of videography work and it's just not as important of work to making society's wheels run as it used to be in like the 50s where you had to work at a gas station you had to work at a mini mart you had to do something that contribute to actual you know like the movement of products and there's less and less of that and so there's more automation of people doing this you know those wow. kinds of jobs and so it's like that's like i said that's an adaptation i yeah. don't think there's no denying it my 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 kind of thought process behind that is because there's that but there's also like to to the 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 the, the point of what i'm trying to make is like the 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 grind that we have to do on the day-to-day basis to make this shit happen. I mean, we have our nine to five jobs. I mean, yes. we are contributing yeah. to the economy. Right Absolutely. Now, at this point. And, you know, being successful at either photography, videography, uh, music, production, whatever the fuck, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That you can do. I mean, to get good at that point, you have to, you have to do stuff that does contribute to the economy. Up I mean, till there's, now, there's, 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 up there's, till now, that's how it's been. And now what we're witnessing is a big actual shift in how that's going to work because there's people who don't have to necessarily be good artists to make good art. And that that isn't going to stop people who – like, for example, people who haven't always had the time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah. you know, we were talking about AI art before, Johnny. Yeah. You know, like how it's like, man, it's very convenient, you know, when you don't have the time to sit down and do this stuff. You know? Right. And, that, and that's what – that's – that's why I agree with the adaptation part of what you're talking about. I feel like there's no stopping AI. They're going to keep developing it more and more in different aspects and different ways um, in different industries. Right. Um, It's just not going to stop. So yeah, adapt to what works for you, you know? So we're in the music industry and me and Mick, we do, do some AI work within our music, you know, when it comes to like mastering and stuff like that. Um, we write everything, but there's, there's forms of stuff that we use. So our workflow is faster and we get things out when we want to and quicker. Um, same thing with art. Like I see people using AI art, which we do that with our logos and with our stuff. I mold it to what we want it to be, but we start with a, with a, with a shell or something, you know, like, when we're doing AI, art, yeah. I mean, like, if you if you make if you make uh, <clears throat> if you put creative influence onto something that was artificially created, I mean, yeah, there's there's yeah, definitely that's that's a form of art and stuff. Yeah, it is. Really yeah, and, and well, and that, and that's that's my my kind of part with it, where it's like, okay, so we can look at it in two ways, right? We could look at it as is it a way for artists who have like really, and this is the part that's a bummer, right? Is because what you're speaking to is that all the people who have taken the time in the past, let's say, 50 years, you know, time period to become graphic designers or the people where these are skill sets where it's like before AI, you had to go to these people to do this kind of stuff. And now they're being faced with a technology that basically is minimalizing what they do. It's kind of minimizing what they do. It's kind of making it a thing where it's like, oh, yeah, well, now this is a thing that's accessible to even people who don't have those talents or haven't put in that time, but you could still put up uh, something that has a relative quality to it. And so there's that dude, you're opening all the people who really don't have the time after a day job to, to work on, you know, being a painter or whatever, getting to 
realize those dreams, that ability to do it, you know, and then you also have the other side where it's like, okay, you have the artists who I think are kind of spoiled, man. I think artists are spoiled with how much they're gratified these days for, by what they do. Art is not that special that it should be something you could build your lifestyle off of. I know that's a crazy thing to say, but I don't think it is, dude. I, I think that, <laughs> like, I, I think there's something to the idea, like I said, of being constant contribution to society as well, and then also being able to be an artist. The idea, I think we're all very indoctrinated to the idea that rock stars and movie stars are rich and famous and palleted and we're, they're up on these platforms and they shouldn't be. They absolutely shouldn't be. They're not, they're not saving lives. They're not doing anything that doctors yeah, do are. or some are, if I, if I, uh, no, if I, that's no, a relative thing. No, kind of, you know, not. a lot of people think of music this way where it changes the way they feel, right? Because that's mm -hmm. what music does. Oh, this actually kind of segues into and, one of our other topics it, real quick, take, actually. And it takes you, it takes you into a different place. I know I, if I didn't have music, dude, I would have ended it a long time ago. Yeah, no, was, absolutely. There there's, there's, there's definitely bands that I credit with like being like emotionally, like I'm attached to them emotionally. Yeah, like, and, that, and that's, what that's, they a, that's the, and um, I don't think that is a currency that, travels well in an economy like ours i, I do I, that's what that's where i was talking about the placements on like documentaries and tv shows and stuff i mean just just how just how um even music has has you can put you can put lint biscuit on a documentary but then put something that actually fits with whatever i'm not sure i follow what do you like, like like you can put something you can put any kind of music on a documentary, you don't you don't have to put something that's complementary to what the documentary is doing. And I'm just using a documentary as an example, but the documentary, what what sells it a lot of the time, it's not just the messaging, but it's just just uh, audio because audio is a really important thing, even for podcasts. yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's so, what moves me in movies half the time, most of the time, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. So, so all like the sound design, all the people in the sound design, shout out, I love you guys. <laughs> There's a lot of really talented sound design guys i mean it, they do really interesting things to to pull out a narrative out of a movie just by getting you audibly invested or something and yeah. that and that but but the the inspiration that comes from the stuff like that you know what i mean i mean there's movies on all kinds of like rural life jobs you know what i mean yeah. to be a pilot to be a uh Ace pool player to be a, a there's even movies with fucking bartenders yeah shout out cocktail I mean, they don't really get. No, no, yeah. you know what? Shout out Coyote Ugly. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to that actual bar, dude. Really? It's in Vegas. Yeah, I've been there. I would go there, it's dude. I would crazy. just ask them to sing sing me Leon Rhymes and then have a shot and walk out. <laughs> well, it wasn't that. It wasn't like that. They, it was. It was a pretty intense bar, though. All the girls were like jumping on the bar, and the and then the bartenders were all girls, and they were encouraging it, and it was nuts. It was it was on Halloween. It was freaking nuts. Everybody was just like partying like crazy in that bar. I've never seen a bar like that, you know? Now the question is, did they sing you Leanne Rhymes? No. <sighs> All that sounded so good until you said they didn't. But sorry, I'm sorry with that we interrupted you to continue. That was a tangent. <laughs> uh, no, I mean what I what I'm trying to what I was trying to get at was um like music does have a place in the economy to where it's like it's like it because uh, I mean I think I mean Joe Rogan has talked about this too about what are humans we're just a species that just creates better things you yeah know what I mean 
we're always creating better. Well, we have things. to create. Like that's why there's always a new phone. So the thing yeah. about it is like we we want better things because we want to make better things and we want to have a contribution towards in our lives that that creates better outcomes, better things, better yeah, for the future, better everything. And it just okay. Like so I feel like we're kind to, of hardwired like that. To speak to that a little bit, right? To say music contributes the way that you know being a doctor does or anything like those we're are not, we're not saying all music right okay so music, okay so, to 21 savage you're like, what <laughs> so yeah and that honestly that all lands on another relative scale of how you like to judge the quality of music by genre or whatever but let's say we're judging the quality of what what your contribute what your contribution to the world is and you have neuroscientists and people inventing the iPhone, and then you have musicians. So there's a relative scale of the quality of like what your contribution is. Right. And you could even go further, like, oh yeah, I just put stuff in a box at Amazon. That's like lower down this scale of what your contribution is. Right. Okay. And so that's why those jobs are quality, like, you know, you make eighteen dollars an hour working at Amazon, and it's not like the best. Hey, because it's not the most McDonald's. crafted. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the most. Literally, dude, you could make better How money at McDonald's these days. So but uh, but it's not the most hard crafted job. It's an easy skill to teach. So it lies on a scale of quality, and that's the thing. There's this this whole thing. Like, there's a big like imbalance of the idea of the stuff that contribute contributes quality to yeah. life. Like, so being a doctor is something that like. It's mostly nowadays people who are doctors, they're chasing it because of the money, not because of the quality of the craft. So it's like, that's why we have such a, like an impetus on our whole, there's all kind of detrimental shit going on with our, our, uh, medical system. You know what I mean? It's because there's people aren't focusing on the quality of the crafts that they do. And that's the thing is music and YouTube and being a celebrity. These are all things that are like, they're hoisted up like things that like these are the this is the best sort of can life I, that you could be leading. Can I can I can I chime in on that a little bit? It, it just because I I mean look at yeah doctors are in here for the money. Any job that we that we take, realistically at the end of the day is for the money. It's because a lot of absolutely the, a lot of the times people are like oh like they'll, they'll be at their a mechanic job and they're just counting down the years to the, get their retirement and their full pension. Uh -huh. and, and the, the the things that bring joy in their life is just simple stuff. Stuff that doesn't again yeah. apply to the economy though. Like you have a pool table. Oh, I like to play pool on the weekends. Mm -hmm. that, yeah, that and brings, then there that, that brings that brings joy in 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 a different manner to someone's life. But to to say that me that that music is just it's like overly saturated. Yeah, it's 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 probably the thing that it's like the job that. You can say that it's like it's like oh if I got play, so you're if you love playing pool for instance, but then you can make money playing pool, right? Instead of instead of doing something that the, well the, here's the reason it's important to point out this kind of stuff because there's a necessity for certain jobs there's a necessity for certain certain functions the necessity for professional pool players lies lower on the hierarchy than the necessity for truck drivers dude and that's that's the reality this the necessity for musician lows lays lower on the hierarchy yeah, than that, that of of that. you know a neuro neuroscientist and guess what there's zero people spending the time to become neuroscientists and there's a bunch of people trying to become musicians 
And that's the thing where I think that there's this whole shit. Like, like I know I'm not smart enough to be, that's why I don't pursue like higher education. I'm not smart enough to be like a doctor like that. But if I had that in me, like, and I know there's some people that are smart enough to do it. If more of our society contributed to that, I think we'd be better off. And then that would actually translate to like a different way we uh contributed to art and that would actually kind of like fix a, a bunch of problems that are going on with oversaturation now, of music do you think you think it's because people don't love the craft as more than others or have the yeah no absolutely it's like it's, it's like what you were saying to you know you were saying about how you spend all the time to put down your songs but somebody who could come in and swoop in with ai or some sort of program to do all the stuff and take all the shortcuts they're not going to have the passion for it that you do absolutely not but it's gonna that's that's a wave that's gonna come and it, you're, the cream's gonna rise to the top the people who have that are gonna yeah. are gonna be able to do like the the more impressive stuff the more interesting right. stuff right. um but it just you know now we have to compete with this new wave of like you said oversaturation of yeah like, but the oversaturation is definitely gonna deplete like you said the, the cream will rise to the top because yeah. that's how it goes yeah we've seen it we've seen so many bands in our days all of our homies all oh, start a band too because they play a little bit of guitar, but we're, they're not playing still. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's already happening. Like, um, I can see that in the hip hop industry for sure. And like the hip, hip hop uh, genre. Easiest, easiest to make. And rap. Like, because yeah. cause guys, you know, all these rappers that, oh, so-called rappers that think they can rap, these young kids, um, just start doing it and put some stuff together. And you're like, this is just trash. You're not even, you're not even flowing why, correctly. There's, there's no rhymes. There's no... But all they can do is just go to SoundCloud or BeatStars and get a couple beats, and they're a rapper now. Mm -hmm. So cool. that is different, and those people don't make it because they they get so much criticism because they're not that good. Some of them might, and they might get better. You know, yeah, there's, there's. I, I, I was like, literally just about to say, there's actually exceptions to that rule where the dude he like. He'll take the initiative, get better, and then yeah. you get something a better product out of right, it. But th right. that's the cream rising to the top. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that and that and that's someone who did it through that process, right. but learned how to do it correctly. Exactly. And 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 it is it is something you see mostly, like you said, with SoundCloud rap and everything. We've got a whole genre of stuff where, where that popped out, like I would say five six years ago at this point, lot, with like yeah. Ghost Main and all that stuff. Where it's, now they invented their own shit, yeah. and they came from that background. Right. Um. Right. So it's just a new ad adaptation, you know, a new thing. Um, also, you know, to kind of circle back around real quick, I wanted to speak to a point that you had uh, made about, you know, songs being important to you getting through, you, you know, through times, right? This is a little segue into the other, like, uh, topic we had, I was going to say about uh, songs that make you depressed, right? Do you ever that have... Make you depressed? Okay, or? so, no, songs that you <laughs> realize, songs that you realize are actively contributing to your depression. Do you have anything like that? Actively? contributing to your depression yeah where it's like you know this song is keeping you in a mood when you play it okay right 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 um yeah yeah i've had I ha i've had a few of those for sure but those songs did get me through rough times because i'm like oh this person felt the way that i felt in this moment you know kind of kind of thing and oh, I'm, it makes me feel like um, I'm not the only one going through it, you know? Yeah, right. It's like, a relatable thing. Right. What about right. you? Make, like, do you have like a song like you could say or like quote like, okay, I listened to this like four times on repeat in a row, just even though I knew it was fucking. I get, well, I have a lot of tracks like that. It's mostly. He's all shout out my, my Spotify mixed <laughs> depression <laughs> playlist. No, it's, uh, it's uh, for me, it's the Deer Hunter, man. 
Oh yeah, Bell, dude. Bell. Black Sandy Beaches is one of good ones. Yeah. Profound. I like the the Whisper album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. One of my favorites. I mean, uh, Migrant. Right. But uh, yeah, no. So yeah, my my songs just yeah, really like you know my whole point on that was basically that you know like it's funny like the other day like I just played Marvin's Room probably like for like two hours in a row just on repeat right mm-hmm. and it was just because I was in a mood and then I realized it was keeping me in a mood right right and so I, I as soon as I turned it off. I just like kind of just I'm alone like with my thoughts and it actually was like so nice. It was like a weird thing. It was like a like I sat in my depression for like two hours and then I shut it off. Right. It was pretty cool. And and, and it's crazy because um, that's how I think now. I, I used to be the type of person that that if I'm in a bad mood, I'm going to stay in that bad mood because I want to. I'm just like, no, fuck everything. Well, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay like this. I don't care. If I'm, in sad, <laughs> if I'm sad, if I'm sad, I would do the same thing. You know, whatever mood I was in that was negative, uh, any negative emotion or whatever, uh, I would stay there and I would keep myself there. Um, and I, I found out that what just what I've learned, like from life and like reading and, and you know, listening to to certain things and uh and you know i learned that your mind is very powerful and if you want to be there you will be there but if you can like just say hey look for me it's always gratification like i always look at what i'm grateful for you know i have a lot of good things in my life so i'm like why am i bitching about this little thing you know even if it was a big thing i'm like if i can't change it i can't change it it already happened or whatever the case is losing somebody in your family, like anything like that, you cannot change it. There's nothing you can do. Right. So it's like, why would you put yourself there and keep yourself there if you cannot change it? Right. It's easier said than done. I know. Trust me. I know. Cause I did the practice. And what I found out is if you practice that mindset of like, Hey, I'm just grateful for what I got. I can't change anything that's happened. I'm just going to deal with that and put myself in a good mood or at least practice to do it. You know, what happens when you practice, you get better and you get better and you get uh, more, you know, uh, what's the word? Experience. Yeah. You get more experience. Okay. Yeah. True. Um, And that's what I found out. So like, if I'm in a bad mood, I usually can snap out of it within, you know, a few minutes, depending on what it is. But it used to take me days, sometimes weeks. Oh yeah, no, I, and, and honestly, and still sometimes yourself, depending on you know? depending on how big the thing is that's right, hitting right. it. Like you know, like one one thing that'll like annoy the shit out of me is like car trouble. Yeah. If I'm having car trouble, like, and I have to be getting around. I'm dealing with the car trouble consistently yeah. as I'm getting around. It's hard <laughs> like to right shake now. that problem, and it's like fuck, you know. Yeah. But other uh, like, there's you know, there's stuff where it's like. These days, you know, us being all, you know, in our 30s at this point, you know, like kind of just able to not be little bitches about shit. Right, right. That's really what it is, though. Just don't be a little bitch about it. it you got to man up. But that, it makes it hard on the dating scene, man, because I'm just like, I, I just don't <laughs> fucking care. I'm just like, I'm like, well, you, you, you're clearly not the same person that I'm talking to. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. No, I don't know. I, I um, I don't know. It's all about Just, practice. Yeah, practice in your mind. Practice here. Here's practice and practice. Another and terrible practice. segue right here. We'll go on to this uh, this song. I know it's been hovering over the the podcast this whole time, but this is NF, right? That's how you say, it. just NF. NF, yep. And a song called Hope. It's and a good song. It should be playing. 
Hold on, I gotta make sure it's clean. There we go. Yeah, just make sure you keep constantly switch through everything. Cameras. Because uh, it's just better for us. Yep. Hey, that's me. It's you. You you asked for it. You got it. This guy's so good, dude. I got his uh his album. I got it signed. I love it so far. Where's he from? Oh, I'm not sure where he's from. He's really good. He used to, he used to always rap in the church. Rap church. I like that. Yeah, he used to, he, at his church and stuff that he grew up going to, he would rap, like, rap for everybody and play shows and stuff. Sick visuals in this song. Oh, yeah, the video. That's what I was about to say. Um, the video, whoever directed it, is awesome. I love it, man. This is awesome. I love stuff that's big and theatrical. Yeah, me too. Honestly, about a year and a half ago, this guy got me through some tough times. Yeah, it's, it's super powerful times. music. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. just Because it was like, for me, it was like listening to Eminem, but like everything positive, you know? Because Eminem yeah. has songs where he's like positive yeah. and stuff like that, but that's what it—that's what it was like. Because Eminem was my favorite, so it was literally like listening to like a very positive Christian and uh, Eminem, which is dope, you know. And he's like his level of of skill and flow and like technical writing is very very good. Like this song just is pretty straight. The arrangement on it—I I was going to say—the arrangement is amazing. Yeah, it's like it's, it's it had started off with this like. Uh, like honky tonky piano thing, and it moves into this like three quarter with the the strings. Insane, so yeah. good, so yeah, good. It's pretty dope. Really awesome. All right, I'm gonna play a little bit more. All right, a little further in the song. All right, uh, should be playing. Should be playing. Play. Shit. When did this song come out? This is from his newest album. So it's like this year, last year? Yeah. Uh, last year. So good, dude. Hold him in my arms and let him know he's loved. Love. Standing by the window, questioning if that is ever going to show up. Uh, isn't something he's going to have to worry about. Is shit, awesome, yeah. I love it. It's not traditional. It's like literally he is the rhythm. And then he, you, when he crescendos everything, brings everything big, that's when you hear percussion. Awesome arrangements, man. Thirty years of broken, thirty years of anguish, thirty years of hopeless, thirty years of hate, thirty years of never, thirty years. 
And then, like you said, the uh, the visuals on the video just sell it way, way harder. But yeah, I love that, dude. I love that a lot. NF, Hope. That shit is He's got rad. Dope, dope songs. He's a good storyteller, too. He's got Let's some see. freaking dope storytelling songs, dude. Super you? sick. What is this? What is the, what is chains and th it's a BB King song, huh? Yeah, that's what I brought. BB oh, King. you're about to do I, some <laughs> some like, face fart music. Me, All right, let's okay. go. All right, so I've been listening to straight blues for the past like three weeks, um, because when I as growing up, that like, this is what my dad listened to blues and freaking uh, classic rock, oldies. Here, so I'm gonna I, let I you explain, up, but I'm gonna play it. So keep going. Yeah, I'm gonna play it, but just keep going. I grew up on it. I'm not depressed right now, okay? <laughs> it's just, I just love the blues. There's so much feeling oh, in this dude. music. You know how awesome it is when it's raining like it is, dude? And then you you just have this run in the background. I run the fire. Right. Ooh, I this just exactly. playing? That's but the although vibe. I will say this cover album is a little bit racist, dude, because that is a watermelon. I mean, if B.B. King was part of designing it, then I think it's cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. What if he didn't, though? What if he was just like, oh, that's cool, I like that. Yeah, honestly, I... if if he In Indianola, Mississippi Seeds. Yeah, Play, and you just improvise, and you just go with the flow. A lot of the songs were written that way. Oh, oh. Have you ever seen that movie, uh, Crossroads? Crossroads. Dude, is that the one so with good. Ralph Macchio? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen the famous so scene good. from it, but I've never watched it, dude. He's like, he's like an aspiring musician. He's just playing, you know, blues and like rock music. But he he, uh, he runs into Steve Vai. It's not actually Steve Vai, but it's the, the character in the movie is Steve Vai. And Steve Vai's like playing blues and rock, but with like a metal like like guitar like electric guitar like all, so all distortion and shit and he's like what the like it's blue is mine you know like he just didn't get it. he's like holy crap like you can do this it's pretty sick that movie's so sick yeah no I, i've, I've seen movie. the famous scene from I, I should watch that movie i, I love ralph macchio yeah. i love shout out to my cousin Vinny. that movie's fucking great oh great all right uh i might need your help mick with the uh nikon i don't know how to relaunch the nikon it's not uh doing its thing I don't know why. Right. Tech difficulties. Just turn it off, turn it back on. Yeah, try that. Maybe do that. Because right, I already tried launching guys. it again. Uh, He's carrying it for yeah. us. Uh, yeah. 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 Sick, dude. This all I've there it is. Too. It's back. We're good. And we're riding. But, uh, and it's cool because I was, uh, I was, you know, diving deep into Baby King and, and, uh, you know, his, his, uh, he had a family that was like slaves and stuff. And he's talking about his uncle, how his uncle would, uh, sing these songs and he was a great singer, but he would sing them, you know, on the plantation and stuff like that. And, uh, and that's where he got like kind of the idea of singing. And he's like, oh, I like this. And then, um, and then he actually started. Uh, he, he saw somebody playing guitar, and he's like, "I wanna, I wanna try that." So he said that he was to buy the guitar that he wanted was fifteen dollars, right? 
15. $15, which was, which I mean, back there, I bet that it was a lot. <laughs> a whole, he said it was a whole month of his salary, and he was like a young, you know, like a teenager at this point. He said it was a, a month of his salary, and he asked his boss, like, hey, would, can I, you know, can you buy me this guitar? And they made a deal. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll buy the guitar, and you pay me half this month, half next month uh, to pay for the guitar. And, uh, and that's how he did, started playing guitar. And before that, it, he lived like, you know, very poor and stuff and he asked the the guy they were renting the house from him and his mom right he asked him if he could put a couple holes on the porch and um and uh he was like yeah yeah go ahead so he put a nail on the top uh, like on the beam put a nail on the top and put a nail at the bottom and got a wire and tied it really tight to make it like you know really tight and then put like a piece of wood at the bottom of it and then put a piece of wood on the top and was playing songs with the one string, just like moving the, the, the whatchamacallit, the piece of wood and messing with the tension while he was hitting it. And he was playing blues like that before he got his guitar. And he was just sitting there in the porch, like singing, like hitting the thing. Yeah, that's like a little hill. Wow, like, that's yeah. a really interesting story told crazy? terribly. <laughs> no, no, that, 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 no, that is, that actually is fucking awesome. Yeah, I was like, holy shows crap. Shows you, dude. Uh, Music is in the heart, dude. It you is. know, when when society collapses, we'll discover music again. It's just going to be a matter of time. <laughs> you know, come on, come on, uh, come on, Armageddon. Right, let's go. Let's go. I'm ready for it. But yeah. uh, but, <laughs> but I could for, be a musician again. <laughs> but for me, you know, blues just hits different. You know, I have a little bit of whiskey. Just sit there and rock out. <laughs> you need a hug, dude. No, no, I, I'm totally fine. It's just I love blues music. See, typical, I grew up on it. Tip, typical guy. Back back in the day, yeah, I didn't. Need, <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't, honestly, I it's like need a hug, Nick, and you weren't there. Yeah, no, blues mo- blues music is as Americana as sushi. You know what I mean? Sushi, sushi. Is that is that, a, is that not a good example? No, that's Japanese. Oh. Well, maybe a burger. <laughs> ah, that would have been a good example. <laughs> that would have been an actual good example. Or football, maybe. <laughs> I've never been no sushi. <laughs> I don't eat anything with eyes on it. All right, so here's the my contribution this week. This uh, is a song. It. It's uh, it's actually like I I was talking to this guy. I think I've probably like played shows with him in the past. Okay. But um, he's like a Southern California musician. He's like from around here, around LA, LA area, I guess. All right. Cool. But uh, his thing is called X right. well. Dandy. But it's good. It's actually really good. And I want you guys to tell me what you think because it's super unique. I think it's okay. I haven't heard something like that in a long time. All right. But cool. uh, the one last week, that, those guys were really good. Cool if I critique it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, oh, that's what we do. It's definitely worth critiquing. And which one do you know? The singer guy. The singer guy. Well, I mean, I talked to him, and I feel like I've met him in the past. Oh, okay.
Uh-huh. I'm getting like a, um... Almost like a kind of a Kurt Travisy vibe. Yeah, his vocals. It's definitely not like what I listen to very right, much. Right, right. It's and it's got it's, it's got a cool. very non traditional sound to it. You know what I mean? But like it's uh, oh, it's safe, I, I, it's well, like no, like the 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 like, I would say the vocals are not like as as uh, what yeah, they're, they're what kind of like an out of out of uh, out of left field kind of vocal, like more bit. closer to like the Bunny the Bear kind of stuff. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. I feel vocally it could be a little bit. Tighter on the on the narrative and the melodies. That's that's what me and DJ were talking about it when I when I showed it. Like the the first time you hit it, it's like almost like is that off? Is like is he doing that off? But he's just doing it like super like fast in a way that's interesting. And it's like that's the thing that caught me. Watch, I'll play the chorus again. I'll let once you get there. And I'm okay with that. Like, you know what I mean? Trying new stuff. I kind of felt that way when I first heard Thursday for the first right, time. Right, right. But like a lot of a lot of hip hop's the same way with some rappers. Like they're on the back end of the beat, and know, they do and different. They do that they that they flow. And then you get this whole like. Techno-y breakdown bridge, very attack attacky, but really uh, accomplished in a different way. The mix, the mix is really good. Right, right. That, it does sound really good. Mixed awesome. awesome. I feel the music, like the music video is a little low quality, but it's kind of has a cool vibe to it. Right, it adds like to the vibe. I yeah. wonder. I wonder. I mean, obviously, I mean, they probably didn't go into this produced. I'm guessing. They probably yeah, did it everything in house or whatever you're saying. Because this has a very, I mean, what I appreciate about it is the rawness. Yeah, mm -hmm. it does sound raw. Yeah. Um, but it's a really good quality rawness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like you got the production in, and then they were able to do all these weird things because there wasn't some dude directing how to make it sound. Personally, this is just coming from me because I produce and mix and all that shit. Mm -hmm. uh, for how. The vocal, the vocals, and the instrumentation was recorded and stuff. I feel like it would have having the, the so so the higher the quality you make the track, the more the more judging the I mean the level of judginess comes out of the track. So I mean, you, <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Because because like I listen to the same track. If it wasn't mixed as good, I'm probably like, oh, this is sick. Right. You, you know it's what I mean? Just because because the mix has a different um, perception of what's happening. On the recording, yeah, you know what I mean. So, so right now we're hearing like really, like, really like driving drums, really driving guitars, really all this, all this, all these, all this stuff. But then you can hear all the other nuances because the mix is so good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The word just like it, 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 it takes away a little bit having it too good of quality for for the style. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like, kinda like uh, how like think about new metal like. Because new metal was always so raw, like Slipknot and Corn, and then once once Slipknot started getting like better, you know, the better production, they lost the rawness a little bit. Like after Iowa, I feel like the rawness kind of went away. Like Iowa was perfect because it was still raw, it was gritty, and then you had some of the production elements in there, yeah, like exactly. basically but helping capture that rawness as opposed to with the, 
single thing though. If that album was like recorded better, recorded, like, it wouldn't be as good. This quality, mm-hmm. that album wouldn't even hit the way it hit. No, it wouldn't have. Yeah, so it's like finding that right balance, right? <clears throat> yeah, because I mean, there's, 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 I mean, there's the opposite happens too. Like I see with bands, courts, it's like, like the music is like the shit, but the recording is terrible, and it makes me for some reason, like, yeah. oh, I'm like for for a record. For, for for how well you perform that you deserve it to be mixed right. together. Another another uh bands that started doing that was the when the deathcore scene started coming up. So like Oceano, I really like Oceano, but the freaking quality of the, the recording quality was was so like almost too good at times to where it was like sounds fake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the drums just sound all triggered. I mean they probably were, which is fine, but it's like it's almost too much. It's like all right. Yeah, and honestly, that's the to me that's the punk rock element of making music is finding that sweet spot. Yeah, you know where it's like uh, I want this to sound almost recorded in a garage. I want that effect yeah. to my guitar. Mm-hmm. I want to have it. You know, the drums be a little roomy as opposed to be super tight and locked in, and then I want that to be produced well. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Because because what's because you want you want to have the artist as a mixer, I'm just talking as a mixer. So you want to have the artist's original vision of like when they wrote it, what they were, you want to capture what they were feeling in that moment. Because I'm sure like the moment that they wrote that song in whatever room they were writing it in, it just it hit the way it hit. And you know what I mean? Like if, if the engineers are doing it justice, then. But um, play some more of this. Yeah, I want to hear some more of this. Yeah, skip, yeah, skip ahead. It's almost over. It's a pretty short song, honestly. We do not condone suicide. You can't say suicide no more. Oh, shit. You know, like an <laughs> yourself or something like that? Some gay shit like that? We said soup, suicide. Alright, so yeah, that's basically. Right, the ending was a little too dramatic. Yeah, it's a little. <laughs> that was gay, it's a little dark, the man. Video was really cool. But yeah, no, it's very unique. Like I said, that's why I wanted your guys' opinion. It was, I was polarized by it. I, I well, the first time I heard it, I wasn't sure I liked it. I rocked it a second time, and I was like, no, this actually, oh, nice. Uh, this actually kicks ass, you know. Yeah, so yeah. it actually good. had some. It's it, like like you said, like the things that fascinated me about it was the production. That yeah. immediately I was like, oh, wow, this seems like somebody who who wrote a song in their garage in a day or two uh-huh. and then had it like had the means to make it sound huge. You know what I right, mean? Right. So I don't know. Yeah, that was I, like my take. The, I like the rawness of it. That's it's not totally everything I listen to. There's some some bands in that that realm that I do like. Um, it's just it's girl music and I don't know why you guys are listening to it. I love I love girl music man. I love very melodic sing- girl music. Yeah dude I love girl music. You and this guy. Nah, Fucking this Mr. Guy. Mr. Chiotos over here. I love that shit. <laughs> See? I, I so like what what def- what do you define in like okay so Chiotos let's say is on the same bill bill at like Taste of Chaos as a band like uh Kill Switch Engage. Where's your line for girl girl music versus so kill man metal. Oh, I like that. Girl, girl music versus girl man music. metal. Kill switch is sick. That's fucking man metal right there, dude. But that's the line right there. That's you would the say kill switch because I say when you start dipping right. into like what about bullet for my Valentine? Exactly. That's exactly what I was right gonna say. The- as soon as you start dipping into that from kill switch to bullet for my Valentine, <laughs> that's when you start going to girl music. That's okay. Alexandria girl music. 
Look at their fans. I guarantee you they're mostly girls oh, and women. Seen, yeah. Seen yeah. hairs and stuff. Exactly. Oh, no, you're not, so that, you're not that's, wrong. That's pretty much the line right there. <laughs> but then, like, there's more obscure, like, like Portugal the Man, where you're like, uh, it's not really girl music. It's pretty, pretty dark. Like, well, yeah, indie, like indie, I think has a whole different thing to it. I think that's like where you start getting into the, you know, the people wearing sweater vests and <laughs> you know, interesting frame glasses. And you know who I listen to? Curled Today, mustaches. I listen to, uh, you ever listen to Monty R.I.? Dude, I love Money. Right? I was listening. I was. I was doing yard work, listening to trumpets and shit. So Bro, hard, so good. There was to me. They were a band that was so ahead of their time and unique in what they did. They were so like um, talented as writers. Like they made really interesting arrangements. I think what happened to them is uh, their their second album didn't do super well for how much they invested in it or something. And then they just dispersed or whatever, but they were so good. Are, are, are you familiar with that band? Have you ever heard of I, I never heard that band. Yeah. No. They're, they're, you would categorize what, what them probably Monty, Monty R.I. They're a band that actually, Monty I think the name R. came R. from, uh, they named it after their old music teacher who got them all into music and his oh. name was Monty or something. Uh, Montoya like was his last name right. and they called him Monty. That was his nickname. And they were from Rhode Island. So it's a pun. It's Monty R.I. Oh, okay. But it's spelled okay. out like R.I. Like I.R. Right. Monty or something like that. Right, right, right. right. But a very, very good band, very talented band. This is a band that like, like one of those bands where in the in like 2008, 2009 era mm -hmm. you yeah. would have uh you know like claudio sanchez was the only guy doing like where he was like shredding and then he's also like singing at the same time people were like whoa See, that's like, another band low level order. i say girl girl Cody music is like ah, it's like right there yeah yeah no, they it's a good. blurry line it's a blurry line dope, but, it's like but yeah so border of girl music i don't know like um let me see what's another good like for example rufio is another good example of a band where the the sure. lead Dude, come on, pop punk! You you never skated back yeah, in the was, day. Was, I skated was, every day. He was a metalhead forever. No, but I, I, I did. <laughs> wait, wait. How big punk. did your jeans get? How big were your jeans? I didn't wear big jeans. I wear I wear I wear, you, I wear dickies. <laughs> I wear dickies, and I also had cut off dickies where I cut cut them into shorts. Yeah, so <laughs> he's all metal. He's wearing like the baggy, baggy metal Slayer shirt, but he's got his little Daisy Dukes on. What's up, boys? <laughs> not, that, not that far cut off. Jeez. I still have the ones that I cut too. My blue jeans there for school, and then I cut them when the summer, summer came. Yes, some really high cut, high cut corduroy, corduroy shorts. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Just call him, call him Johnny Dukes over here. I'm not gay, dude. And speaking of gay, let's see what the, the Pro, Bowl Pro Bowl looks like oh, this year. They got pretty beanies on. <sighs> so stupid. The beanies are nice. Look, man, I, I grew up watching football, right? You know. Yeah, I was going to, how do how do I do it? You have to float, yeah. And then just double click it? It's on the, you see the right? Bottom. Oh, it's like every picture. other video program. Jeez, Dude, I don't right. use this program, right? <laughs> I don't use anything. Look at this. It is still interesting to watch. It's kind no, of no, it's not. It's well, no, it's kind of funny to see people in normal garb on the field. Is what I mean. I do like. I do like. I'm around say Brown, but but dude. You can tell they're having a good time. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, okay. They're having a good time, but we're not. This is fucking whack. I want to see you break your leg. Break your leg. No. Break your leg. No no, 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 no. Not about breaking the leg, but check it out. Why 
did they? All right, that's just looped, dude. And now I don't know how to get for, out of here. For Pro Bowl selections, okay, they pick escape. Here's I don't my, even know what that button looks with, like with what the Pro Bowl is doing right now. Okay, one of them is when they do Pro Bowl selection, they pick a whole full roster of teams on the AFC and the NFC. NFC on the, on each side, they pick a full team, right? And it's like an honor to get. It's like all star, right? You you become an all star. That's basically what Pro Bowl is. You're an all star player in on the all star team on your conference, right? Well, this year there's only seven people on the field, so it's not even a full a full team on the field. So you get Pro Bowl selected, and you're probably not even you know you're just like all right, well I'm not fucking playing. They're playing, playing my weenie rules. <laughs> it's like what's going, on? and then it's flag football, so they don't have the cool NFC and AFC jerseys. They're wearing freaking shirts. Right, they're not even wearing jerseys. It's like it's like it's like it's like Walmart fucking fan gear. <laughs> like what? Yeah, exactly. And like, but what was cool is about it was seeing the NFC all wearing the blue jerseys, and then the like the Niner guys just wearing the Niner helmets, you know, and then Cowboys they're just wearing the Cowboy helmet. It's like dope to see your you know all the best players on each conference literally playing against each other. And yeah, they didn't go hard all the time, so the games were like you know. Not, not not the most exciting. Yeah, but back in the day, they were really crazy. Like, they were playing to win, you know. But at, as the years started going on in this soft country we live in, they started, you know, resulting to this bullshit. And it's not exciting anymore. I would never watch this, ever. I don't, I don't even think they're going to continue this pretty later on. Oh, no, this is probably a very failed experiment. The backlash, I can't imagine. Dude, I guarantee you, people, really who, give, people who actually give a shit about yeah. this... The That's field, not what they're here for. The field is 50 yards. It's not even a full football field. Yeah, people, that's what I'm saying is like yourself. I know you're an impact. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't take it out on your vape, dude. It's all right. You want a hug? You want a hug? Do you need a hug? Sock somebody, dude. Do you need a hug, bro? It's cool. No. Dude, right. I was He's like, no. No. Put up baby cake right now. I, I was just telling him earlier. I was like, hey, uh, you're, you're more. He's because he's like more. Because I, I kind of wish I was more into sports than I am. Because I don't follow any of this shit. You know what I mean? I feel like it's the most socially That's right. You're acceptable a topic. You're a Niner to fan into. now. You're a Niner fan now, hey, dude. <laughs> come on, dude. Come to our side. Yeah. Well, My sister's I'll, a I'll, come, I'll come, come on your side. Come to the dog side. side. <laughs> I'll come on your side. <laughs> no, uh, no, I was just, I was just fucking telling him the way, the way he's into sports. It's like the way I'm into music. Yeah. yeah. But like my, my path in life is, you know, clearly friend accessible. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I don't, I you're not going to go with all your. You're not going to go with a room of fifty people and and watch you produce a song. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine like you go to a party and like, dude, is everyone here an engineer? <laughs> that's an not, engineering that's, that's, party, dude. No, there, there is parties. Happened. No, there is parties like that, but they're not like parties. They're like like uh, uh, networking events. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to yeah, be doing? You're like everyone's going to be like, it's not like you know, like you score a touchdown, everyone fucking freaks out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, did you hear that snare? Oh. That, snare that snare is fucking, how'd you do that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I no, could definitely, nice. I could definitely see some like totally, and this, to me, it's going to come off as like totally hand jobby, but I could see something like, you know, like all like the big producers getting together and like watching Dan Corniff make a mix. And then there's like, oh, look at, oh shit, saturation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be like that, I guess. <laughs> But uh, yeah. there's just not the same level of excitement or, or uh, you know, testosterone that goes into it, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> playing to their full ability. 
Wait, is it good? Check it. Um, I mean, that one's good for now. But yeah, so that's my gripe with the Pro Bowl. I'm getting sick of it. I want to see some football. I want to see the best on both sides legitly playing against each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that too much to ask for? Yeah, they don't have to go 100%, but damn, let them hit each other and stuff. Like, I want to see it. I want to see it happen. Can I say uh, it's pretty gay how impassioned you are about this? You're pretty impassioned about it. It's like the Catalina wine mixer of (laughs) Seriously. They're like, oh, good to see you. Good to see you. I mean, they're having a good time, so whatever. I don't. Yeah, no, it's, you could tell they're out there having a, having a. But like I said, I think the people who are here to watch it are not interested in seeing something like this. this no, is, this is just more for like exhibition shit, right? Yeah. Well, it used yeah, to not why be. Would, why would you? Yeah. No, but it used. To, it, it's supposed to be. Think about baseball all stars. The all star team they play yeah, each other leg, like legit. No, just focusing. So this, they're not playing each other legit. They're just having fun out there. It's like, no, I want to see a legit game against the you, top You know what I've always wanted sides. to see? Huh? I, I've, okay, so in the world of, like, we have, like, reality shows and stuff, wouldn't it be just the shit to see, like, full-blown, like, either people, you know, were, like, Division three or, like, failed football stars or whatever, get their shot to, like, play on a professional field, uh-huh. like, on an off day when a field is not being used, we just throw a bunch of dudes who don't know what the fuck they're doing in there. That'd be so fun to I watch. watch I would watch that in a second, dude. Uh, and then you could that. use outdated gear sure and pads. Yeah, dude. I think that'd be so fun. The the recipe for for uh, entertainment there is is there's something there. There's something <laughs> just like whoever it. wants to play, just yeah. If you sign up, dude, if you, <laughs> you you get, it's like wheel of fortune. You get on. <laughs> okay, you say you say that's yeah, obviously whack, right? Yeah, I think that's why. What do you think about rugby? I think rugby's dope. I'm rugby's not super familiar with rugby. Is that the, don't you have to have the fucking you have like a little like a like a staff with the with no the, that's lacrosse lacrosse that's what I confuse it with that, rugby and Australian rules football are very very aggressive. Um, the guys don't use pads and they no hit, helmet full contact no helmet full contact they hit hard as shit. What I notice is rugby is like a bunch of like linebackers and like like bigger dudes, like bulkier dudes, and then Australian rules football is a bunch of running backs and defensive backs and cornerbacks going full on hitting each other. Like, see now that's interesting to watch. And shit. Have you ever seen that? No. Australian rules football is insane. They just throw it. To, they just keep throwing it to each other down the field. Yeah. It's like, so it's like, it's like soccer, but with your arms. Yeah, it's insane. So Australian rules football, you have to bounce the ball and shit and to pass it. You have to like, like hit it like this, or you have to kick it to pass it. It's insane, dude. Australian rules football is dope. Rugby's really dope, but that's way different than the fucking gay pro bowl shit that we're watching. Hey, let's see this They're then. Grown ass men, fucking multi-million dollar athletes freaking playing flag football. Nobody wants oh, yeah. to see that. This. this is cool, dude. Oh, oh. <laughs> fuck yeah! Up, see, look how big these guys are. Yeah, I see it. Jeez, fuck! Damn. Boom, bitch! Oh, Shot him. Just Damn, just smashed into him. Boom! He just pushed his neck, dude. You see that? Yeah, right into his neck. Bah! Jaw too, got his jaw. Best tackle was that? Ooh, this is what I like about these guys. They don't give. Boom! They're shit. like, fuck you, dude. He don't even care that he's bleeding out his face. 
Ooh, and then you see that the hurts. hard stop, dude. He's that not shit is looking. wild. <laughs> Skoosh. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a fan fucking tastic. Fell in an NFL. Oh yeah, dude. That's a horse collar. He's a bitch. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's I will watch great, rugby dude. every day for the rest of my life. I think. See, look at that pass, dude. I know. Behind the back. Yeah, dude. Oh, face plan, dude. Look at that pass, dude. Woo, Damn. Damn. Boom. Yeah, yep, dude. right into his. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. That's Jesus, wild, dude. Man. I think we get the point of rugby <laughs> hits, dude. <laughs> That's crazy. That guy got freaking wrecked, dude. That's oh crazy. God. Rugby's wild, man. <laughs> I love rugby. Rugby's tight, dude. Yeah, I, I can I'm gonna start watching that legit now. Honestly, I'm, dude, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look for where I can watch it. I'm gonna start watching them, dude. That that's exciting. I bet you it's not. Do, is it the same sort of like rules as football? What no, is it? it's a lot different. Yeah, it's, it's gonna. It's because it's, it's an ongoing. It's an ongoing play. You know what I mean? There's not like a lot of setup. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I'm American asking. Is football? It's like you got set up. You do it down. You got set up. Yeah, you're just playing. You're just playing it constant. Yeah, same thing. That's intense. To, to check out Australian rules football. AFL? No, there's two different AFLs, but yeah. So you have to actually type in Australian. It's the same. Oh similar. shit! You're gonna ask me to spell Australian? <laughs> damn it! It's damn, similar, damn. but they're. I feel like they're more athletic guys that play Australian rules football. It is. Yeah, I do like highlights or whatever. Dude, it, it's insane. One of my homies plays, uh, used to play this, and that's greatest, the only reason why I know about greatest it. Greatest moments right there. Oh, sure. Like, you see all that's fine. These guys, uh, they jump, like, super high in the air, they, and they, like, prop each other to get the ball. It's insane. I was like, dude, these guys are... If you look at them, they're this shit looks they're, gay as hell though. They're a lot more leaner guys. Oh yeah, no, they're little. These are all twinks. This is twink ball. But that's why I said they're like running backs and like cornerbacks and defensive backs. But these guys hit. Think about it. They they they're faster than rugby players, so they hit harder because of that. This looks so much more exciting. And then you get points for kicking in between. So there's no like touchdown. You got to kick it in between the poles. Uh -huh. You got more points for the middle, yeah, and you get less points on the sides. But to score a point, you got. Hey Johnny, could you shut up and let me focus on all these hunks real quick? <laughs> uh, I mean, look at these. This is a little gay, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm here for the hunks. <laughs> this, dude, you were talking about girl music, dude. Let's let's see the ratio of the crowd, dude. Let's check out yeah, the ratio of the yeah, all, all women. Matt Rife's up here. <laughs> <laughs> Watch, dude. You're gonna look into one one section. Is gonna be all like rainbow colored. Sheesh. Now look at some hits, though. So, so it's like a giant basketball arrangement the the arena is exciting because it looks like it's like a big a big round kind of kind of field right am i wrong it's pretty sick yeah yeah i like the way that film set up i like that reminds me of blitzball from final fantasy <laughs> australian football hits let's see this guy's freaking biggest day of all this guy get jacked bro it's insane i was watching i was like man american football is whack oh hey. the way these guys hit each other oh he got Come straight. on. He got a hit to the face. They throw their bodies at people. Oh! 
the full that guy was like on him. <laughs> it's a very particular kind of hit, too. It's like a little like frog yeah. leap. Oh, no. They throw their whole body yep. at him. Oh, oh my gosh, dude. They don't Fuck. just throw their shoulder. And then the, then the floor hit. Oh. <laughs> oh, right in the face. Boom. That's a, cer- that's a certain type of person to do that shit. Oh, dude, you know Full that these speed. guys will punch you in the face for looking at them sideways. Full speed at them, dude. Look at his mouth, bro. Oh. He just broke some teeth. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yep. Damn. Damn, Damn boy. Damn, boy. Oh, Oof. man. Oh, God damn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that guy. Oh, don't knock the fuck. Did oh. I get it? Yeah, did I get <laughs> the ball? It's convulsing. Jesus, man. What in the Christ, bro? Oh, both of them, they head knocked. They got a noggin knock. Yeah. He's like, bro, you all right, man? This is giving me so much fucking anxiety. That's a noggin knock right there. Look at this. Kaplow! Oof. What was that? Armpit to armpit. Damn. Give him the shoulder. You see that? Wow. Look at this. And then the thing is, there's a second part when they hit the ground so hard. Yeah. Ooh. Because their body comes, brings them down hard, bro. Jesus. Ah, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Man, I got to start watching this, too. Honestly, I, I bet you that these are like moments that happen like rarely, like the big fights. But you know everyone's going fucking nuts in that stadium when that happens. Oh That'd be God. so awesome, dude. It's, it's the talk of it, it's the talk of the whole uh, town for like I the next the week. Dude. It's like sixty-one to <laughs> thirty-nine. <laughs> Shit. Oh Nineteen minutes into the third 20, quarter. Twenty-minute quarters, dude. Right? Is that right. real? That can't oh, be right. It's non-stop. That's why there's no stopping. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So we're in the third quarter. Twenty minutes left. That's crazy. That dude. shit is wild, dude. I, honestly, you gotta we gotta find our team. We'll start rooting start for them. <laughs> Go to Australia every once in a while. Watch it <laughs> once a at least once a year. That'd be mad to see one of those games. That'd be crazy, bro. I'd I'd love to watch that. I'd be so interested. <laughs> this is <laughs> that that would definitely elevate the situation. <laughs> Speaking of which, you guys wanted to uh, oh order some gosh. cut waters. I'm I'm open for that. If you wanted oh, to take a little. That. Little pause a room. We're at a we're at so, a good hour hour ten hour fifteen right now. Sorry, right. plugs. That was that's it. Blend it. All right. Fuck it. Plug Johnny, it, uh, you're up. You're up. No, I'll go last. Anthony, go for it. Okay, I'll go for it. Uh, I'm currently plugging my asshole. Uh, <laughs> it's been dick. great uh, with my dick. Yeah. Uh, um, no, just not much. Just the nerd worthy stuff. This stuff, you know, uh, the, obviously you know what this is, the Stool Podcast, uh, Nerdworthy Show on YouTube, premieres every Monday. We got uh, Dead Widow stuff coming down the pipe, a show on April 17th with the Bunny the Bear and Broken Side. Come Jeez. check us out. Uh, That's dope, with yeah, Bunny the Bear? Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be an That's awesome, cool. awesome uh, show that night. So everybody who wants to come out, hit me up for tickets at uh, Dead Widow CA on Instagram, and then... 
uh, that's about it. I got some new catches music around the corner and some production projects, but that's uh, later. So, Mick, your turn. Yeah, uh, Mick Stradamus at M-I-C-K, Stradamus, like no Stradamus. You know what I mean? I had fun with that. It's a pretty cool name. <laughs> I tried to uh, make him change it to Nickelodeon, but he didn't want to. <laughs> um, you should have done done the whole full, really long title. M-I-C-K-E-Y, because I gotta. Is that too long? <laughs> <laughs> it's too long. I understand. Why? <laughs> M O U N. Oh, we can't. I don't want to copyright it. <laughs> but yeah, continue. Uh, mixture at Mixture Domus. Uh, got new music coming out this year. Uh, I got a new project that's coming out called Cherry Code. We're working on new stuff behind the scenes. And new song uh, with B Dunce on. February 14th. 14th. Um, keep a lookout for that. And it's all done. Um, first of all, one of my homies, shout out to Joe. He used to be the bear. And I wonder if he's filling in because he's basically filled in with them for a long time. Um, I got to ask him because I want to go to that show. If you, It's a Wednesday. I'll get you free tickets if you want it or free tickets. Yeah, let me know which day. I want to go to that. Yep. Those guys are so good live. Oh, dude, I, I love that man. He's crazy, dude. Yeah, awesome. yeah, I love that, that man. Was, I've, that I've always I've followed him for years now, and I've just always been a fan of their nice. unique style. Yeah, my brother's band, Jami, played a, a little tour with him. They did like a four day, Sick. and um, we went to one. It was Doctor Acula, it was Jambi and Bunny the Bear. Sick. Man, that show was crazy, and uh, I seen all those New York dudes from Bunny the Bear literally take people out of the of the <laughs> the venue because they were crowd killing. Uh, Literally, I seen a bunny go. These like get these guys. Yeah, get them removed. Yeah, and uh, swarm these guys and literally kick the shit out of them and threw them out. Damn, it was insane. It was pretty sick. Those guys are awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out Bunny the Bear. Those guys Fuck are yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So basically, for me, it's just uh, at Johnny Savage J O N N Y S A V A G, um, and everywhere you know, Twitter, IG, YouTube, all that good stuff. Um, I got some solo music. Uh, coming out soon. It's going to be this year for sure. I'm going to start dropping some stuff uh, in the hip-hop realm. Uh, my band, DNG, uh, Heavy, uh, everywhere, YouTube and IG. We dropped another music video a couple weeks ago. That one is out now. Check it out. And uh, before we wrap up, uh, mm-hmm. new uh, merch line coming out for the guts. Yes, yes. We got some new We're merch coming out. Links up in the comment in the status below. So yes, yes. Um, but our Beautiful. new song coming out, <clears throat> a couple song coming out February fourteenth. What only like a few days, and uh, yeah. So look out for that. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. So Red boys you listening. Thank you very much. The Stool Podcast. We're out. We're out. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Okay, cool. That's done. Let's do ski. And there you go. Wow. That's one. That was fun. That was fun. And honestly, we got into that rugby stuff. That shit was hilarious. That was great. I'm telling you, that shit is nuts, dude. That sport right there. My buddy, I'm going to try to spread that shit like wildfire. My, that's, my, that seems like a more exciting thing to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my buddy uh, used to play out here in, uh, in Rancho. Yeah, there was like a league out here somewhere. They they played this. So he ran a league. I'm like, what's those top? Talk? Was top uh, the top ones. Just the ones that we went through. Yeah. Is losing doomed.
Provo's gay. Promo's Songs that make us depressed. Which ones did we get to? Just the rise, Ooh, the rise of science murders, and then fake it till you make it. Cool. We have another music yeah. related segment yeah. or topic. That's good. It's good. There was a lot of music involved. We were barely even funny the first forty-five minutes. Oh well, no, I like that we were talking yeah, some good, good, good stuff, man. Yeah. About the you know, like the AI. I think we got some insight on there, some good insightful shit. People, people were saying in the YouTube comments that they like how insightful we are about music. Yeah, that's cool. So that's cool. I think that's that's direct feedback to show us that we need that balance because we have. We could do, like, let's say, you know, you, we already talked about how we're doing, like, the Legion of Gains thing. It's like, you know, we have the three of us talk about whatever, bullshit, whatever. Mm -hmm. But we also have an edge to it. We come yeah. from a music background, exactly. and so that's what we know, and so we bring that to the table. And, and, and that's what I was trying to make in the beginning. Like, if we do the podcast, I want it to be very heavily music-influenced, because that's what we all know, Yeah, you know? That's what, that was, like, the idea from the beginning, is to make it funny, but if we get into serious talk about music, like... We run it, you know, because that's what we love. That's what we're passionate about. That should work good. How's the battery on the Nikon? Should we charge it before the next one? We got another one right down the floor. Yeah, it's already all red. Oh, yeah. Let's turn it off. Get the other battery in there. Oh, I wonder if the thing came. Oh, he bought another one of these, but for this one. Nikon? I can go check right now. I'm going to have a cigarette. <laughs> Are you going to have time, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll try to fit it into my cigarette schedule. <laughs> It'll be no, you're gonna be up here two seconds. <laughs> yeah, this is delivered. I'll see. Um, shall I order some cuts or what? Oh, yeah, we want to go yet. I, I, I was I was gonna, but then we started going. So, uh, still, we have Silver Brothers on there. Uh, I can check. Silver Brothers is the the fastest. Sucks at fucking even board bitch. He doesn't doesn't switch a lot. He doesn't do shit. <laughs> I'm just like hoping that I will at this time. It's <laughs> gonna be him again. It's him and gonna be mad, dude. State of Bros. Bonds. They have the cuts. Long as they go down the street. Cut water is like cut water. No, no one. Man, those are the fucking issue pods. See? They don't have the. That's the one. And this game, nice. Oh shit! So we have a fight, bro. Legitimacy. As long as five. That's pretty tight. Makes it even more compact. Let's get it. I'm saying, dude. That's useful, like uh -huh. for doing other shit. I'm saying. Cool. Um. Damn it, they don't have the fucking instrument fall off, dude. The white Russian one looks. Has this been not too far?
Well, it just has a little fucking rubber thing too. Does it? Yeah. Little wire. That's so crazy. Future is now. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna light another incense. Cool. Options. Alright, we probably don't need all these boxes on. Let's go throw everything in the bag. Chale? Professional. Professional, dude. Mira, professional. Easy, man. Easy, man. There's this guy I used to work with, Pedro. He fucking, he did, his English was so bad, right? But he worked, I was somebody I used to work the Black Amala job. Every time I, but his English was terrible. He didn't speak to nobody because he was like, there was a lot of white guys that worked for that, but he was just kind of like, didn't work in that shit. And the only thing he had to say to me was, easy money. <laughs> that was the only line he had. I'm like, easy money, so easy money. That's all he knew. It's just all he fucking knew. Yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah, it's like my, my buddy Tony, man. He's just like, oh, is it good? It's good? Good? And he says, like, it's good. Easy money. <laughs> 